Hi, and welcome to my Master Making Money with Your Marketing podcast. My name is Nicole Diedrich, and I am the owner of Diedrich Marketing Strategies. And I'm so excited that you're here to learn about how to make more money from your marketing. This is a topic that I talk a lot about with my clients uh, and those who are interested in growing businesses. And it's a topic that we forget about often, about how important marketing is to really scaling our businesses monetarily wise. So if you're here, you're ready to learn more about marketing and how it can make you more money. And I can't wait to have you listen. See you on the other side. Hello, excited to chat today. As you guys saw, the title of this is, you know, three the three things you should actually be measuring your business success on. Because a lot of people, how many of you who are listening right now, base your success off of monetary goals for your business every month? Raising my hand, because that is also me. Granted, this year I've gotten much better at not setting these arbitrary monthly goals. Really, I'm trying to hit like quarterly goals and how do I make that happen within a three-month time period, 90 days. That's really helped me feel <laughs> less down on myself, right? Once a month and also it has allowed me to see the flexibility in the business I have, right? Because it ebbs and flows just like anything in life. So today though, I'm really going to focus on the three things that you as a business owner should be focusing on to actually really understand if you're successful in your business or not. And it has nothing to do with the revenue that you bring in monthly. These three things are something totally different. And it can actually really, really help you feel, but also know that your business is growing, it's scaling, it's doing the things that it needs to do to be successful. Because in the long run, you know, most of us, obviously, some of us are burnt out or tired with our businesses or go through phases where we get really tired. Again, raising my hand, that was me earlier this year. And I had to kind of like reinvigorate how I felt about my business and how I did that was I kind of restructured it and I found things that made me feel good. Like you do not have to continue to do things in your business that make you feel not happy or that don't feel good. And I, I kind of needed permission for that. So I'm giving you guys your permission slip that you do not have to continue to do things that don't feel good because the universe and God is telling us, hey, maybe we should try something different, right? That's why it doesn't feel good. So listen to that. But here are the three things that we're going to talk about today. And this will be a pretty, we'll see how long this one is. I'll try not to make it as long because I do like making these short and concise for you guys. But the thing to remember about success and numbers and arbitrary goals, right? Arbitrary number goals that we set on ourselves is that the, the reason we set goals is to help us try to achieve different things, right? And in a business, depending on how you're wanting to grow your business, usually your main goal for your business is A, financial freedom, and B, time freedom. So if you're building a business that gives you financial freedom but does not give you time freedom, right, what can you shift to give you those things? And these three things that I focus on to really measure success now that help me feel much better about the growth and just the changes in our business, I think will really help you as well. So. The first one to note that we're taking revenue off the table as our goals. I want you guys to choose these goals from now on when when you're choosing what you're wanting to hit every month, okay? But the first one is the people you're serving. Is that growing, right? Are you adding 
new people to your business, new customers to your business? And what can you do to set a number goal on that, right? How many new people do you want to serve this month? Is it, if you're a service provider, is it four? If you're an e-commerce store, is it a hundred? So picking those type of numbers feel really good because the reason that our businesses grow, and this will be number two of the three things I focus on, is because we're finding new customers, new people that come into our space that we can serve. And also we're finding, we're giving them a space to come back to, right? So not only are we saying, hey, buy from us, but we're hopefully nurturing them so they'll come back. The next thing that I use to measure success that I love, love, love using, especially within my business as a service provider, but this works for anybody, and should be main focus, is the lifetime value of the people that I'm bringing in and the people my clients are bringing in, right? The customers and clients they're bringing in. And the reason lifetime value is such a big thing to focus on, especially right now, is because no matter what you sell or what you do, You can sell past customers into those offers way, way easier than you can sell new ones, right? I don't know if you guys have heard the research terms, but it costs 10 times less, right, to keep on a past buyer than it does to find a new buyer. And this is true. Reason being is it's just easier to convince them. They know I can trust you, hopefully, already. And so what I do is I set goals around lifetime value, right? My goal this year is to not have as minimal as possible people dropping off as clients that are done for you. I want them to stay. I want them to see the longevity. So far this year, we've only had three people, and most of those people are just on pauses, so we'll probably come back before the end of this year, which is wonderful. Last year, I think, one, I was restructuring my business and the clients I wanted to work with, but I think by this time, I had already had like 12 people change directions and or drop off as done for you clients. So that right there, one, is stressful as a service provider. And those of you who are service providers, I think can resonate with that 100%. But if you don't have like a done for you offer that can continue to sustain with your clients, right, that can be scary because maybe your retainer is only three months or six months and then you're having to go find these new clients. But the lifetime value right? And why we pay attention to that, especially for those of you who are also e-commerce, is if you're paying for advertising, whether that's influencers, whether that's affiliate marketing, everything that you guys do that is not your own organic email or organic social media marketing is some sort of paid type of advertising, right? Whether you're giving them free products, whether they get a percentage off of selling products, or whether you're actually doing like ads on Facebook and Instagram, that is a form of paid advertising. So I just wanted to put that out there. But when it's helping you grow your LTV or you're, you know, upping your expenses to hopefully grow your LTV, what this number allows you to do is actually make realistic guesses on and estimates on what you need to continue to scale your business with new customers. So when we're focusing on, okay, I want 100 new customers that are brand new, never bought anything this month, that tells us, okay, yeah, we have 100 new people that could become lifelong lovers of our brand. And how do we do that? We scale that and we grow that by focusing on our return customer rate, right? Which the goal for that is between 40 to 60% at all given times, no matter what your business is. And so for me, 
if I'm bringing in, you know, six people every month, which that's very high, I'm definitely not doing that. But let's say I was, and my retention rate or buyback rate was 50%. So after the first six months, 50% of those people renew, right? And stay with us. That's a really big deal because people for done for you are paying us $3,500. So for six months, that's $21,000. And if I can get them to renew again, that's another 21,000. So that means that realistically, I could spend a lot on getting a new client if I needed one, right? But the same thing goes for those of you who have lower AOVs for your products or services. So let's say for six months, somebody's paying $2,000 for your products or services. And you're like, I want them to, you know, buy that again, right? Continue to buy that. That extra $2,000, if they renew or buy again, whichever option that is, allows you so much more flexibility in how much you're spending on the front end, right? To get new customers, not to get repeat customers. This is only for new. Reason being is if we have a really solid back end of our business or product for our businesses and people buy back, the amount of revenue that you're actually going to make, even if you're spending more on different types of advertising means, is exponential within six months. For example, I have clients who have been with us now over six months and their buy back rate is between, it's either well under 90 days or it's between 90 to I would say like 120 days, like in four months, people are buying back at the least. They're averaging from ads, those buyback rates between 25 to 40%. The new customers we're bringing in are buying back at a minimum one more time within 120 days. What this does is not only are my clients profitable on the front end of ads, but they become, they start to see this waterfall effect of these people buying back. So month one, right? We had a hundred customers come in. And by month four, from the first month of ads, we're going to have 25 25 of those 100 customers buy again. But we're still running ads, right? So on month two, by month five, we're going to have another 25. But then it's going to keep compounding. So not only are we continuing getting these new customers, but by month four, five, and six, we're seeing a huge increase in past customers, right? Buying again. And so what does that do for your revenue? And what does that do for your ecosystem, right? It really, really helps you hit those revenue goals that I was talking about that we're not wanting to put on. But realistically, we're starting from the, you know, the top of the funnel, right? The coldest people, but then we're building everything in the back end. The issue that people have when they start ads or any type of like marketing campaign that is to get new customers and to grow their business quickly is they forget about the back end of their businesses. And what do I mean by that? They forget to double check, you know, their packaging, their products, their services, their onboarding, their communication to their clients. And what happens is that degrades the trust that your customer and clients have with you to where they don't stay with you as long, or they don't buy back from you, or they won't refer you because that interaction wasn't their favorite. And the reason that once you stop putting revenue and money at the forefront of your goals, and the reason your business actually starts to grow more after that is because you're focused on these two things. You're focused on what it is like to be a customer or a client to you on the front facing end or before they buy from you. And then you're also focused on that experience on the back end and making sure that all of their expectations are met and everything that they wanted, they got. 
so that they're able to refer you more. They're able to stay in your space more because they trust what products are going to get our good products or what services are going to get our good services. And so that's where the degrading happens in a lot of businesses. This is not the front end, it's the back end. And if you're not getting enough sales, you're focused too much on the back end and not enough on the front end, right? And so the reason that I have these three things and why I love putting them at the forefront of whether a business is successful or not is because it creates this awesome momentum of marketing that you don't have to put a lot of work into anymore. And it creates all of these systems that really help your business kind of grow on its own, right? If these systems are in place and you have operations and you have where you're making sure quality checks are happening within your business as the owner, it's really phenomenal to watch your business grow without you having to put so much work into it on the front end to sell or to market. Because it really should be, right? It really should be about our customers and our clients, like their results or what they loved about our products, right? If we're an e-commerce business, but it should be based off of their experiences with us on how our business grows. And when we start allowing them to be our marketers and our salespeople, because we have a such a strong business model and systems put in place to support them and having great experiences with us, that's when business starts to grow like crazy. And that's when you can start focusing on the last step that I consider one of the things that I focus on for success in any business, any business I support, as well as my own, which is profitability over revenue. So many of us say, Nicole, I want a quarter of a million dollar business. I want a half a million dollar business. I want a million dollar business. And that's great. And for a lot of people, that is 100% doable. And it is a business they would love and want and need, right? Desire in their lives. For some people, that is not the business they would love, desire, or need in their lives. But it's something that we put so much pressure on because we think that if we hit this, some sort of this imaginary monetary goal of like a million dollars, let's say, that we've made it, that we're successful. But the thing about that is chasing revenue is chasing, honestly, a lot of debt, a lot of liability, a lot of responsibility (laughs) as a business owner. And so what I try to do is put perspective for my clients or put it into perspective for my clients and myself, because I'm also a revenue chaser. It's really easy to look at dollars and be like, I can make more, right? That's an easy thing to look at as a goal. But when you look at profitability, what that does is you could be making more money at a half a million dollar business than at a $1 million business. And that's the thing that I explain and, and try to teach to all of my clients and, and those of you in my space, because sometimes you go want that million dollar business because you're going to have a lot more overhead. You're going to have a lot more costs. You're going to need a lot bigger team and you won't be able to manage it all by yourself. So you'll need another person helping you manage it, right? So that right there, that always eats at your profit. And the goal for for my business and for my clients' businesses is one, either to be able to sell it right in the future, that's a great one to have, but two, building a business that allows them, like I was talking about earlier in this podcast, financial freedom and time freedom. And when you focus on profit and hitting your profit goals, where you can take, you know, you're, you're paying yourself a salary, of course, that's our main goal, 
but then you can take distributions from your business because it's doing so well or had a great quarter. That's my goal for you. My goal is that you have a business that is sustaining your life wants and needs and that you can be happy. And that's something I I had this big conversation with, with my husband this past weekend was my goal on this earth while I am still here and alive and able to speak is to make it to where more people can just be happy, right? If we were happy, like truly, genuinely happy with our lives, we're able to succeed and do so many more things. And that's really what I believe I was put on this earth for was to help educate people on how to be happy. It doesn't matter whether you have the most money in the world. It doesn't matter whether you are surrounded by people. What really matters is what's happening on the inside of you and if you're actually making those true, real connections, right? And if you're doing things that make you happy and aren't draining your cup and making you resentful. And I really, really, really am adamant now and with all of my partners in business about helping our clients and you know our lounge members, everybody who's in our different spaces, build businesses that feed their happiness. And now, will you always be happy with your business? No. <laughs> will it stress you the hell out? Yes. <laughs> like that's just obviously, that's not an attainable thing to be like, I'm happy all the time. Woo. But I think that if I'm able to help educate and support and nurture that you don't need to go be chasing a multi-seven-figure business to be successful. You need to be chasing a life that is successful to you, right? And that is different for each and every person. It's why with my clients, one, it's why we only take on a certain amount of done-for-you clients, but it's why with my clients, we're a partnership. Like I really listen to their goals and their wants and their needs, and we build out a strategy that works for them. I have clients that don't need or don't want to scale their businesses to seven figures, right? So they need ads to do X every month and it's great, right? It's super, it's way less stressful for one, but it's really exciting because they have now found something that feels good and that they're happy with and that if they have the opportunity to grow, they'll be able to make those decisions with proper numbers and proper ideas. So I think. For those listening, right? And if you're listening to this and you're like, okay, these three things I need to focus instead of on just the revenue number monthly or quarterly or whatever that those goals are, I need to focus on the new people that are coming in. Am I having my past people come back and buy things, you know, more often? What are marketing strategies that I can do to get that to to do better, right? If I don't have a high buyback rate, uh, there's so many things you can do with that, which is fun. And then focusing on profit over revenue. Because what profit tells me is I have a strong business that I can invest in, that I can do different things in, that I can go to retreats, that I can hire people to help support me and things that I'm not an expert in. That's really what you want, that I can keep on staff if we have a tight couple of months, right? Because not everything we can control. And that's something that I think is really essential because if you are cash tight and you're just focused on revenue, sure, you may have you know, made, let's say $400,000, but if it took you $500,000 to make that 400,000, not very smart play, right? That's not our goal. That's a lot of it's $100,000 in debt. And we see people in that space all the time, you guys, because they're not paying attention to actual numbers. They're going a lot more off of feelings. They're not paying attention to their new customers coming in. 
and making sure that those customers are buying back, right? Because not every customer is the same. And it's something that I love about ads and digital marketing is because you can track that now, guys. It's something that we can invest in and say, you know what? I'm not making my decisions anymore off of money that I make. I'm making decisions off of what's actually in my bank account every month. And I think that's something that feels good. And it's something that is consistent and it's safe. And it allows you so much more ability and also brain capacity, right? Because you're less stressed to be able to see, okay, this is how I want my business to feel, or this is a little much right now. So I want to slow it down. And I just want you guys to know that no matter what type of business you have, success is also within the beholder of what they find is successful. My success as a business owner, people may look at it and be like, yeah, that's not successful to me, right? They may look at that and be like, I have this life over here and I have a family and this to me is successful. I feel good and I love this life. That's what I want for everyone. I don't care whether they agree with me or think my life is successful or not, and neither should you, right? We're basing these arbitrary goals and this need to feel seen off of other people instead of looking at ourselves in the mirror and being like, I want to feel seen. I want to feel like I'm successful. And so build what feels good to you and what feels like success to you. Don't base it off of some arbitrary numbers that people say, oh, that means your business is a solid business, right? Because that's is a bunch of baloney. And like I say all the time, you never know what's happening <laughs> in the back end of people's businesses. Uh, there's a lot and there's a reason that people aren't always showing it, right? So. I hope this was helpful. Again, remember the three things that you should be measuring your business success on are the people you're serving. So the new people that you're bringing in month over month, your lifetime value of those new people. Are they coming back and buying? Are you creating offers and products that make them want to come back and buy? How are you serving them and continuing to serve them after their first purchase with you? Remember, don't forget about them. They're 10 times cheaper to keep into your space and have them buy again. And then, of course, profit over revenue. Revenue means nothing. Profit means everything. All right, you guys, thank you so, so much for listening. I appreciate you, and I hope you have a wonderful day. I just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really do appreciate you spending this time to, one, listen to some of my advice and tips, but hopefully be able to implement some of them in your business or in a new business endeavor that you're wanting to start. Again, you can find us at DiedrichMarketingStrategies.com and we're on all of the digital platforms, social platforms at that same tag as well. I look forward to seeing you guys next week. I guess not seeing, but hopefully hearing me next week. And I hope you have a great rest of your day. Chat soon.